0: Before we begin, we want to say that the discussions that take place on these podcasts are our own and do not reflect the LAPD, LAFD, or any other outside organization.
1: Some of the topics that we talk about in this podcast may be triggering to some of our listeners, so if you feel like you need any extra support, we will be linking different resources in our website and social medias. Thank you for
0: listening, and now with the show. You're listening to 9-on-1 Superfan versus Pure Snow. I'm Katherine Kit Kat or Snow White. I'm Meg or Buck. And today we are talking about episode five or season one, episode five, titled Point of Origin. It was directed by Gwyneth horder Payton, who directed episode two. Written by Erica L. Anderson, it first aired January 31st, 2018, and it has an IMDb rating of 8.0 out of 10. For context, that is the lowest IMDb rating. So far. Yeah, it's tied at the lowest IMDb rating of the first five episodes. Yeah, but
1: as always, Catherine does not agree with the rating.
0: (laughs) I don't agree with how high it is, but I agree that it should have been low. (laughs) All right. the summary
1: okay so hen is once again involved with her former lover who's in prison who runs to her when she needs help abby's mother is missing and buck volunteers to help her find her mother and bobby starts to open up about the reason he's so closed off which deals with his addiction and losing his entire family
0: okay let's jump into it the first part
1: indian wedding that's how i
0: remember. Mm -hmm. the arranged marriage
1: yes I I love the small detail of like how they the bride and groom are with like their friends and they're both like no this is a terrible idea
0: yeah I think there's a lot of misconceptions about arranged marriage modern arranged marriage I'm not gonna say like other kinds of arranged marriage um because I think With this show, it didn't really explicitly state, but usually in a modern day arranged marriage, the two candidates, bride and groom, if you will, they meet and then they like put their life goals kind of on the table before they decide to get married. In a lot of cases, obviously every case is different. So when they're like, friends are like asking, they're like, you don't really know them. It's like, well, but they have they have the same life goals. That's kind of how they that's why they were like, no, he's a nice guy kind of thing.
1: Yeah
0: uh, I, I and actually arranged marriage has a lower chance of divorce than regular marriage.
1: Really, I didn't know this.
0: Yeah. For the most part, um, arranged marriage, a lot of them is like the marriage of two families and also marriage of two values. So a lot of people actually say arranged marriage works really well for that because you're finding a partner who wants the same things in life as you and their family goals are very similar to your own. And then you just kind of work your way up to overall affection, love, whatnot. Interesting. There's that about it. Is it for everyone? Obviously not. But I think it was nice to see that I think, play out in that kind of way. But they also didn't really explain these kind of details. But yeah, I thought that that was a nice story to kind of bring to life.
1: Definitely. Um, I mean, even like, I I loved that, that whole detail when it was just that shot of like everyone dancing at the wedding. But it was like, it felt more like, you know, if someone brought a camera, like a personal camera to a wedding and just like, that is the kind of vibe that I felt it -hmm. felt very personal but it was kind of shocking because I I would have thought like when I first watched it that they would have just fallen like one floor like because that would make sense but like two floors like most if not all of them would be dead
0: yeah well 16 were dead on arrival
1: right but I mean I was expecting way more because
0: there were so many I actually honestly assumed that that room probably only had like 60 people 50 60 people
1: but still like even with 60 people i would have assumed like 40 that's one
0: in three bro i wouldn't assume i wouldn't have assumed like everybody but one in three like it's two it's three stories two three stories you can survive that kind of jump okay so i don't i wouldn't have assumed a lot because it wasn't like the roof caved in well
1: because I because mean, everybody
0: was on the top floor
1: no but technically that was the roof if you remember
0: yeah, but there, there, like I mean, there wasn't yeah. something falling on top of the people; it was the people falling down. Right. That's what. I, that's why. And then a lot of people were still also kind of on the outskirts. It was only the people in the dance floor, which yeah. is a smaller group. Right. So well, I think sixteen is still. I mean, I know we've been saying this. Sixteen is still a lot of people. <laughs> yeah.
1: but I couldn't really understand what um, the owner was saying. You know, when Bobby kind of uh, confronted him about like what he did. Um, I heard, like, kale pale or something.
0: Yeah, it was the, the it actual called? material. The material. But, but cow
1: what pal? Was, cow pal?
0: I was paying attention. I think it was cow pal, though. Okay, I was like, I don't even know how to spell it. I don't know what to look for. Next part. Um, I honestly, Hen and Athena have drinks, which is, you hear a little bit about Hen and Athena. I think it builds their friendship pretty well.
1: Yeah, I, I like that whenever we see them it's always something chill it's never like a high intensity situation or whatever it's usually just like uh hey let's go have fun you know
0: yeah and I think it really builds on their how well they already know each other because Athena already knows like they don't mention anything about Eva's name yeah who she is they just say Calmar's women's correctional facility yeah and Athena immediately is like oh you don't owe her anything and so I'm like wow you already know what she's talking about I guess they must be pretty close so there's like a lot of things like that
1: but you did mention I think a couple episodes ago you were trying to figure out I think it was that uh the dog what is it that the guy who broke in and you weren't sure if he was like yeah a boyfriend or whatever and you were saying something of like oh I don't know if they would fight over the same guy so
0: yeah she's gay I yeah. should have known she was too cool <laughs> she's too cool to be straight I was <laughs> just
1: oh that is a little uh, insulting to uh,
0: sorry like, straight people Oops. you're fine <laughs> you'll survive you're the majority <laughs> calm down <laughs> nah she was too cool to be straight
1: let's talk about Buck let's change the topic here
0: of course he lives in a frat house and of yeah. course they're gonna meet that's it I think we can move on
1: <laughs> oh well, I can. There's see- more to
0: talk about later. I, I know, think between I know, the two but, of them.
1: What this, like, this whole thing is actually important in the future.
0: Him living in a frat house mm-hmm. and sleeping with that girl.
1: Not sleeping with the girl, just living in the frat house is definitely an important detail for later.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, but we can definitely move on. Um, Jail. Wait, I found it interesting about like him checking in on Abby right after he got the whole text
0: oh yeah
1: yep so it looks like they're gonna be a thing
0: you spoiled that no they aren't you said that they aren't going to be a thing earlier a few episodes ago I mean I wouldn't be surprised if they had like a unserious thing but I don't think this will be serious I don't think so Okay. I think it's a red herring. I think they're trying to imply that something's going to happen. But also, I'm pretty sure Connie Britton leaves the show at some point. I'm fairly certain she leaves and is replaced by Jennifer Love Hewitt. Based on what hunch? <laughs> that Jennifer Love Hewitt has been promoting the show basically in Abby's job. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: can literally like Jennifer Love Hewitt over to Connie Britton, huh?
0: No, 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 no. We were not comparing the two actresses. I'm just saying from what I know is that Jennifer Love Hewitt shows up at some point, is a dispatcher, and okay. I'm pretty sure she's on 911 and not Lone Star.
1: Okay, so if this theory is true, if it is, why would you think that she would be replacing Connie? How would they not both be on the same season?
0: They could, I think that they will overlap at some point okay but Connie Britton hasn't done that much press for 9 at least in recent times that I know of okay which is why I don't think she lives very long on the show <laughs> or maybe she, she maybe she leaves I don't think they'll kill her off like I, I think that the door will okay. be open if she does leave at some point watch her still be on the show like season five and I'm gonna be like oh my gosh I predicted she was gonna die so early on I'm so sorry <laughs> yeah
1: and if Connie, you're uh, listening to this,
0: <laughs> uh, feel free to come on our show. I really love you. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm not wishing for your death on this show. Sorry. I love Abby. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's
1: the prison. Yeah. I, okay. Straight up, I already hated Eva the first time I watched this. Was not a fan. She, she felt like, you know, one of those characters that are just like, that could just steal the joy out of you in like two seconds.
0: She definitely feels toxic, mm-hmm. but I actually think she did it really well.
1: Acting wise,
0: yes. I think that she was written in a way that you are very much intrigued by her, person- her persona, her personality. She has a kind of like, no, I am getting better kind of feel. She, yeah. she really does have that kind of sense to her um at least acting wise maybe maybe I'm just what's the word projecting onto her my feelings or I'm like I think she'll be okay but I also know for a fact like if she's totally fine there's no drama there's no drama that doesn't really help the show so I know that things are gonna go I can't swear in on this show bad things will happen <laughs> So I I know that. You definitely
1: said a bad word or two before. Yes,
0: but I have edited them all out. Okay? Okay. As of now, I've edited them all out. Hello, Editing Catherine here. I just wanted to let you know that past Catherine was mistaken. There is a lot of swearing, and there has been swearing in the past. And I'd like to apologize on her behalf. Thanks.
1: Okay, so I forgot that Denny's name used to be diesel
0: that was very interesting to me yes. she does seem like the type of person who would name her son after gasoline Yes, that makes sense to me
1: oh yeah she's like and the fact that she addressed hannah is like oh like so you can help your girl out like
0: yeah she's obviously trying to relive some sort of past
1: there yeah like um i kind of forgot that whole story but all i remember is that it was toxic which is basically what this whole encounter i think
0: was. you get a lot of information this episode about hen though that i didn't really
1: okay what'd you what'd you get
0: she's married she's mm-hmm. a kid didn't know these two things okay very trusting very trusting
1: i don't know if the word is trusting i think willing to give people a second chance
0: Mm, that's probably a better way to do it I was gonna say something like more maybe if not trusting maybe maybe loyal like if you have her in your corner she'll try and believe in you as much as possible
1: yeah until it's obvious she can't
0: yeah and I I feel like there's a lot there with it Mm -hmm. with Eva she didn't tell her wife though that's definitely gonna come into play later also she hasn't seen her in a year but she has a wife and a kid but she went to continue to go see Eva until about a year ago I don't know how old her son is but they were at a playground mm-hmm. and those kids definitely did not look one years old so it's definitely been a bit also yeah. she's married so she still wants to go see her ex-girlfriend in jail while she was married to someone else I have questions I have a lot of questions about Eva yes this is probably the only storyline though that I really had questions I feel like they just closed a lot of storylines for me this episode so this okay. entire sequence i think made me want to try and get a better timeline of okay. how that relationship was okay moving on yes your favorite fucking abby me
1: okay i love that buck sees carla and like are you abby <laughs> that was great also definitely a buck move like you wouldn't even like Ask. Um, but also I feel like if you're talking to someone on the phone or whatever, you would at least kind of know what their voice sounds like to yeah. some extent. So he should have been able to at least pick out, like, wait you're not Abby, not just be like, you're definitely Abby.
0: Uh yeah, that was really strange because well Carla didn't say anything when she opened the door though. So that's yeah. probably why he didn't know. Yeah. So I guess that kind of made sense, but I'm a hundred percent a Carla. Like, if you, if I would go stand in the doorway, like if someone introduces themselves and they'll just completely ignore me and go to the next person, and I'll just be like, "I'm Kat, by the way, nice to meet you." Don't know, you would totally do that. I would, I would. I felt Carla in that moment. It was like a tiny thing, and what I, I just had to rewatch it, I was like, "That's me. I feel." All right.
1: <laughs> I found it interesting um you know just like that whole thing when buck was like impressed that like carla was able to like calculate you know the rough distance about like where her mom would walk mm. you know i thought that was like an interesting detail because him as a first responder and probably having to do that like regularly you know trying to figure out like roughly where someone would be and like hearing someone else talk about it was probably just like oh this is kind of familiar i don't know if i find that attractive but you know, he seemed happy. So I'm not gonna.
0: Like there was a plan in place. I think he as someone who works regularly on these kinds of like, high stress situations, having a plan in place is very nice.
1: It felt like being there was like some sort of like attraction thing there on top of like him being like, okay, we can find your mom. But also like, that was kind of
0: cute. I think you just really ship them hard. I just saw it as like, she got a plan in place. He's like, all right, let's go <laughs> kind of thing. I didn't, I didn't feel their attraction more until they got into the car together and that okay. there was more of like a chemistry there. Okay. That was very apparent that I think is very good. I, I really do. I do like their chemistry. I don't think they're bad. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think they'll last. <laughs> I don't want them to. I want Buck to have I want Buck to have like a mature relationship with a woman who's not hen. Oh my gosh. He would not be good with hen. <laughs> no. I, I nothing against hen, but hen's also attracted to women. Yes. <laughs> I don't I just want to know if he can be in a relationship with a woman who is straight.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm curious. I don't know. I don't think I, I honestly don't think he has the mental worth all to do that.
1: Yeah, he's very, you know, um, at that point, like he is the youngest out of that the entire cast in the firehouse. Yeah. So it makes sense why he would be the most like immature compared to them, you know, just because it's like experience level and things like that. So I think that just makes sense. Yeah. Um, But I was actually really excited about Bobby's storyline.
0: Can I be honest? I was very disappointed.
1: I I know you were. I figured you would be. I
0: I was curious about Bobby's past. I was Mm -hmm. curious about what happened to his family. But the minute he walked into the building, I want to say. Okay. I knew there was going to be a fire that night. And I knew that his family wouldn't make it out. I don't know what it was <laughs> I don't know how I knew that <laughs> but literally the minute he walked into that building I said his family's not walking out and I don't know maybe it's just the show maybe it's just because like every first the first like what is it like a like cold open is Is it a considered cold open I guess I don't know what that term is like the very beginning the first oh. emergency that they always go through okay the, it's always I'm always like ah oh, yeah someone's now making it out or there's going to be an emergency maybe it's just because that's ingrained in my mind we've watched five episodes <laughs> I've watched I've watched all these things at least 10 times at this point right each story whatever yeah. so I when he walked in I was like that's it there's no more there's no tomorrow for these characters I felt bad thinking that first like yeah. openly but yeah that was my first, that was my thought and I also immediately knew it was going to be a fire <laughs> I don't know why I just thought I was like fire tonight that apartment I don't know how I don't know where I don't know where Bobby was I don't know why he wasn't with his family I just know it's going down tonight guess who was correct (laughs) so yeah I had lots of thoughts about it also Minnesota snow to Southern California excellent choice (laughs) I don't know if anyone knows this I don't like snow Sorry if you live well, somewhere where it's snowing. I knew
1: that because you told me that recently. But yeah, I mean, snow is definitely rough. a fire hazard. Yeah, but it's like rough walking into like, you yeah. You know, you could get injuries from it, like easy to slide and in, get into an accident, things like that. So yeah,
0: it's pretty, pretty, but it's ugly when it melts.
1: And it's also dangerous. So take your pick yeah. that or earthquakes.
0: I like earthquakes
1: are you serious okay now if I
0: I mean compared to snow I like earthquakes really I I prefer earthquakes earthquakes don't happen every year I feel I feel like people always assume that we have earthquakes like every other week we don't have earthquakes all that often
1: yeah but it tends to happen mostly in the summer that's that's just what it's been recently
0: recently but that's not necessarily true you can't really predict earthquakes in that way
1: yep okay and back to minnesota
0: (laughs) back to minnesota back pains yes that was interesting to me because we didn't know that about bobby
1: yeah i totally forgot about that detail
0: i knew i I assumed he had an injury of some nature but i didn't think like that's a pretty serious
1: yeah injury you would have probably been close to death at that point
0: i don't know how he's still working that's very interesting to me that he wouldn't have changed jobs or they would uh, like, have tried to put him
1: well, somewhere okay for someone who like has a passion like that there's no way they would like get away from it but i definitely thought he would take more of like the slightly backseat in the fire department you know yeah 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 like not change like completely become like a chef like i thought
0: yeah, yeah. I, I just didn't think that he would continue being too much on the field. I assumed he would be more paperwork, department heads, things like that. Yeah. Um, like he's he's, he's he's done his duty. He's done the field work. I didn't know that he would continue being on the field. Just because the injury, when he explains it to us, or when he and his wife talk about it, it's yeah. pretty serious. He's like, all oh, the doctors said, it's a miracle I can walk again. And I was like, have you seen your job? I don't know. <laughs> it's pretty like, intense
1: like you're supposed to like climb ladders and stuff like I'm kind of surprised you can't
0: <laughs> yeah and um, he like tries to climb back like he tries to like lift himself back like up into the house after he kicks down the door like there was yeah. a lot with that where I was um pretty but, pretty intrigued by it
1: yeah I mean but it makes sense like he definitely felt so much guilt You know like he knew it was wrong but also when you're an addict like i'm sure you can't control that you know and that's just like that's just something really hard to live with so i can understand that it was really tough but he was like in the headspace like if he's gonna go down he didn't want to take his entire family with him yeah so i thought at least there was that um nice touch of humanity because i feel like every time we see um, like, addicts in um, a TV show where they're in, like, whether it's, like, Grey's Anatomy or, like, Chicago Fire or anything like that, I feel like they always kind of make it where they're just, like, a burden and they don't know that they're, like, ruining everyone else's lives, you know, but this time it's just, like, he's actually aware, which is great.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, he did mention 148 people, and I forgot to go back and look. Buck mentioned something about the number of lines that are in his book. Mm -hmm. Is it 148?
1: I don't remember that. Like, I knew it was a lot, but like, and I knew that, like, it kind of corresponded.
0: Okay. I assume that it's 148, but I will, I I guess I'd have to go back and check. Edit in Catherine Future. Please. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Job for future, Catherine. Your wish is my command. I did go back and check episode four of season one. And at the very beginning, Buck does mention that he counted and there are 148 spaces in the book. Good job. Call back, Catherine. Um, uh, oh, the building code. I did find it. It's called Pal Oh, okay.
1: Pal Okay. Yeah.
0: So uh, Hulu, your thing is wrong. It's Pal And the inventor of Pal got a four-year jail oh! sentence.
1: Wait. Okay. I just looked up Pau Did you see this? Versailles wedding hall disaster. No. So I literally just Googled it right now, like um Powell, Cal, and it says uh, May 24th, 2001, a large portion of the third floor of the Versailles wedding hall collapsed in Pio, Jerusalem, Israel. 23 people fell to their deaths through two stories while another 380 were injured to varying degrees.
0: Wow.
1: So I think that's where this story came from.
0: Yeah, that would make sense. The picture is kind of extreme. So it was a method commonly used in the 80s. So it makes sense that there would still be buildings that are kind of at that point.
1: Yeah, that are not up to code.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, that's pretty harsh.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of people. So, I mean, well, it was pretty, like, the numbers were pretty modest in this episode compared to what really happened.
0: On that note, we're going to take a short break, (laughs) and we'll be back with more after this. Welcome back. You're listening to 911. Something versus something else. Why don't I ever remember the name of our show?
1: Super fan versus pure Piece snow. of shit.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were trying to call me a piece of shit for not remembering. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about head yeah. and Denny and Karen, who has an unfortunate name.
1: <laughs> I know.
0: Sorry. I, I had to make the joke. It was there. It was there. Okay. Yeah,
1: I think you are gonna make the joke.
0: Thank you. <laughs> I need I need I need those like the what is it? the, the, the symbol, the trash, the symbol the <laughs> Trash? No, the symbol crashes. I was saying crash. It came you saw or you heard it as trash. Okay. <laughs> Back to the show. Back to the show. Hen and her wife.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Denny. I like Tracy Tongs.
1: Mm-hmm. you did not like Karen, huh? She's from Red. Yes.
0: No, I agree with Karen. I 100% agree with Karen. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I have nothing, I have, I think she sounds so reasonable, so logical. The thing is, Hen does bring up a good part, a good point. Like, Which you point? don't want, especially since they adopted her son. Yeah. They don't want, they or they probably don't want to start any trouble because there could be, like, a future, um... Flash. There could be what's the word guardianship
1: kind uh, of
0: fights after her. so you don't you don't want her to be vindictive so i see hen's side but I'll, at the same time i see why karen is pretty worried about this
1: yeah i mean karen really cares about hen and like you know because that's the love of her life and i totally understand but i mean it's it's kind of complicated when you basically adopted your
0: ex's son that was that was weird to me too I was like
1: why yeah like so Karen must have like saw something in Denny that you know something like that I don't know it's just like I'm trying to make a reason for this, but I don't get it
0: <laughs> I mean there's like a reason I assume there's a reason hen and Eva clicked so well and I think Karen understands that yeah and she she loves hen so I assume that she thinks that. Eva's son will have something in him that will she'll understand too. You know what I mean? Also yeah. it's a kid, like we can't judge the kid by the parents, but even even if we do, there are always there are good things about Eva that obviously saw And yeah. I think Karen will see those too in Denny. Okay. Or at least I like to believe so.
1: Okay, I can I guess I can see that.
0: Yeah. I don't think that your parents' mistakes can be put on you, but I also think that there are some good things about your parents that hopefully show up on you. Yes. Well probably. I like to think that I'm the best of both my parents, but that's because I make no mistakes ever. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, I guess nobody no nobody can see I did hair flips. Anyway, (laughs) um, yeah. Oh, and I hope we see more of Tracy Tom's. Okay, I'm done. She's a friend. Okay, now I'm officially done.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Buck and Abby finds Abby's mom. I was I No the pool incident. Yes, but, like, right before the pool incident, I thought it was just, like, classic Buck, like, oh, yeah, so you haven't had sex in a year? Like, of course, you finally get to talk to the person you've been, like, talking to over the phone, and that's the first thing you ask? Nah.
0: I was, I understood that. I understood it. No, I mean,
1: it's a Buck thing, but I'm just, like, can't Buck make, like, a slightly better choice of questions?
0: Nah. Nah. I feel like that's a thing that happens a lot in tv shows it's like if you're single one of the first questions they'll ask you is like oh my god when is the last time you've had sex i think that's a very common theme in tv shows okay but maybe there's this also this one who was in it? ben affleck movie which one jersey girl
1: oh i haven't seen that
0: oh uh, it's from like 2004 it's like really really long time ago but it was like the first thing was it ben i feel like it's ben affleck or ryan rennell it's someone Anyway, um, I, I know like Liv ben Tyler's Affleck. in it. I feel like it was Ben Affleck, but it was Liv Tyler. Oh, was in it too.
1: Okay. Um.
0: So, but it was like when they first meet or something. She, I think she says she asks him because he's he has like a daughter, and he says, "Oh, I think J Lo actually plays his wife. Oh, in that movie who died? Oh." Yeah, I think she played, I think she has like a 10-minute cameo. I think it was her. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> um, anyway, that's not the important part. The important part was when she first meets Liv Tyler and they go out and she's like, uh, and he, he's like, when was the last time you had sex? And he was like, um, when my daughter was born or something. And she like has this whole thing where she's like, you haven't had sex in six years. And then she like drags him home to have sex with her. Oh. she's like, we need just need to, we just need you to like clean, we just need to, we just need to fix you or something. And I was like, what? I was, I was also like 10 years old when I first watched this movie and I was oh my like, gosh. What? yeah, it was Why very Why were you intriguing. watching this at like 10 years old? <laughs> it's, it's, they didn't have sex. It was like on TV. It's a romantic I, comedy kind of like family movie. Cause it's about his, his relationship with his daughter ah, and okay. how it's like after having his daughter, how his life's changed anyway.
1: Got it, got it, got
0: it. Yeah. 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 So it's like a cute, but like, that's like one of the scenes that like stood out to me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> of course it was.
0: Yeah. Cause that's- his little girl comes home and finds him with the girl and she like goes on like an entire like what are your intentions with my father oh <laughs> that was pretty funny it's, it's, it's a pretty cute movie um okay. but anyway yeah so when I when I saw this scene that's kind of that's what it reminded me up in there Where I was like Buck's gonna like offer to like have sex with Abby or something that just seems like a Buck thing to do you know
1: yeah I mean including like oh so this has to be like one of the worst first dates ever like I'm just yeah like, you're just, you're just, you're doing great, buddy.
0: <laughs> it made sense to me. His actions made sense to me. I feel like it's very common. It's a more common thing than we think.
1: Yes, but I'm just like, I love Buck.
0: So, you know. Nothing new. I mean.
1: Yeah, nothing terribly new.
0: Nothing new. Sorry, Buck. I don't think you're very original.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> I'm going to get so much hate.
1: Like, why do you
0: hate <laughs> Buck so much? guys i don't hate buck i just think he's really predictable then again so is most of the show
1: but then again we're still on season one
0: how much of season one have i predicted though meg
1: yes but i promise this will not be the trend forever
0: i hope so i hope so (laughs) um i did enjoy the pool scene
1: yes um, because abby's
0: so smart yeah
1: Right? Like, that's what I was going to say. Like, I love that Abby was the one who was like, wait, you have a knife, right? Like, the fact that she knew that, like, firefighters, even if they're off-duty, would carry a knife, first of all. I mean, you you don't. You should carry a
0: pocket knife. They're pretty useful, she says, without a pocket knife.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not everyone carries pocket knives. So, I mean, I thought that was, like, interesting. Because also... Just from that scene, it doesn't look like she carried a pocket knife either. So the fact that she knew that he would was pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, the fact that she thought about, like, using the hose, you know, and the fact that Buck did not think about that despite being a firefighter and having to probably, you know, kind of make things up on the spot. So I thought that was kind of, kind of sad, that you know, Buck was not the best firefighter at that moment you know I thought he would have like oh yeah I'm gonna do something so so superhero and I'm just gonna ride through on this like inflatable dolphin
0: no that sounds about Buck I think the thing with Buck that this show has been very consistent on yeah is that Buck is smart I don't think he's stupid but he doesn't always think ahead he is more of a charge into battle ask questions later type of person whereas a lot of the other characters are less. Uh, what's the word? Impulsive. Yeah, and so I think that's been very consistent at least through the entire episode, the thing. And when Abby's like the macho handbook, is <laughs> was it the instruction it was in the yeah. macho handbook? And he's like, I'm pretty sure that doesn't exist. I was like, No shit, Sherlock, it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> So I thought that was pretty funny. I did like that interaction. Yes. So um, so, yeah I I just was shocked where she was like we're gonna go help out this family. I was like you're looking for your mom.
1: Yeah like and so now you just suddenly want to like go help someone. I thought I thought like looking for your mom was a little more important at least in this situation. Yeah. Even on call you know like If you weren't looking for your mom, definitely you should go help. Not, like, if you have something else that is pressing, you don't want to put that to the side.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, it was nice of her to want to help, but at the same time, I was also kind of, like, confused at that.
1: Yeah, but I think that goes back to the fact, like, you know, when she, like, called Buck to, like, see what happens to the little girl... Mm. Right, you know, and she kind of just wants to be involved, I guess. But I mean, it's still like, but your job is supposed to be like here, you know, you're a dispatcher, you're like, and that's already a really important, scary job. Like,
0: yeah, a high stress job.
1: Yeah, like, I don't think I could be a dispatcher. But, I like,
0: could not do it.
1: Yeah, because that's a lot. So, Abby, come on.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think that there's a lot with it that was very intriguing to me with just why she would choose to do that. I mean, I guess she does seem like the type of person who wants to help. Yeah. And it was a little girl in trouble and they would have been closer. They were closer. And the firefighters showed up just in time for them to, after they saved the little girl. Yeah. TV magic, y'all. I mean.
1: No, but that's literally every TV show.
0: Yeah, that's true. But like,
1: You do a big save, and guess what? They're right there to help out. Yeah. Literally, like, Station 19, Grey's Anatomy, this show,
0: Lone Star. Like, I know you haven't seen it, but Lone Star does it, too. I'm not allowed to watch Lone Star. Well, Meg wants me to watch Lone Star, but we also know there will be spoilers. Yes. (laughs) There will always be
1: spoilers, because I can't help it.
0: (laughs) I mean, talk to me again in three years. (laughs) At the rate we're going that'll be about the time i finish the show
1: (laughs) oh man and then we'll be into season six by then maybe (laughs) okay um also like i was just like of course after they save the girl and then he grabs her hand in the car
0: yeah i do agree though that the adrenaline high afterward and the shakes are very real so oh, yeah. I, could, I could see when he was like, oh, yeah, the adrenaline, you know, you shake afterward. Like, I've had a lot of times where um, I don't like public speaking, so okay I do a lot. Of, I have the shakes quite often, so I could understand that, like, feeling of the jitters. Yeah, And I, I, I agree why that would be, like, a big thing for him to notice, at least.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, at least... For me, since like my accident, like right after it happened, I was like shaking a lot. And it took maybe like half an hour to an hour to like really calm down. Mm-hmm. You know, so I thought that was like really interesting that, you know, this like they both could have gotten electrocuted and she wasn't scared. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No. Or she might have been scared, but she was very good at keeping calm and assessing the situation, keeping like, it's all good we can take this logically step by step. I appreciate that. I want to be that kind of person who can like go through and be like, all right, I have a logical progression and a to-do list of things to do. Step one, step two, like I need that in my life. (laughs) But
1: I think that's just like how you think when you're a dispatcher, you know? Yeah. Like, you just got to go, like, in an order because, you know, the other person can't think, so you have to, like, think for them and kind of just show them how to, like, calm down. So that's, like, but that's exactly why she's good at her job, not at, like, saving people like Buck does, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, we'll, we'll hopefully have more answers to that.
0: Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Um, um, they found her mom, which was really nice.
1: Well, I mean, the biker gang found her mom
0: um yeah I mean like they didn't continue it on to the next episode yeah so I'm glad they found her yeah um Um.
1: I found it kind of sweet that like you know the one of the members was like you know trying to explain that like he's seen it in his like grandma and things like that and I don't think there's enough of like you know when they when they kind of portray like gangs on tv shows it's usually a pretty bad you know like oh they're out to ruin which that tends to be the case but like you know this was a total change of like you know it's just a group of friends who were just riding around and they found her you know so it was a nice uh nice perspective
0: i agree i think it was nice just to have these like three like big tough looking dudes yeah like no we got you yeah and it's really <laughs> like teddy bears it was great <laughs> <laughs> i think what was really important is just to note that no matter the circumstances there are a lot of people who will understand um different diseases that, that there's like these things that we can link humanity no matter how different or wherever it is you know oh, what yeah. i mean yeah so i think that that was really nice to see in a really nice moment where he's like yeah my grandmother had this disease um i got it i got you you know like yeah. we got to help each other out sometimes, and I think that's a very nice, positive way of looking at humanity. That this episode was really good at.
1: Oh, that's the first compliment I've really heard from you about this episode.
0: I mean, nine one one is very. It has a lot of very idealistic human nature moments.
1: Yeah,
0: and yeah. I think that this was one of them, and I appreciate that. I think that sometimes you just need a nice feel good moment.
1: Yeah, that's so I nice. mean. Especially, like, with, like, this whole COVID thing happening, you know, we kind of just got like, I don't know, I just feel like we tend to forget that nowadays, like, everyone's going through this pandemic together, and yet we still feel super alone.
0: Yeah, there are some moments where just, like, people got you, so mm-hmm. it was nice to see, on TV, at least.
1: Do you know, do you know what I'm going to bring up? No. Okay, so when they bring Abby's mom back home
0: oh when she like it's like be kind to her
1: no no right after that
0: when they make a joke about him wanting to sleep with her mom
1: yes that just like I liked how you know even though that was like a super like insulting moment like he could have taken that really hard but he was just like oh yeah it's totally the night dress like (laughs) yeah
0: they had some good banter moments yeah. I don't know if they played it off all that well.
1: No, they did not, but it was it was still pretty funny.
0: Yeah, I thought I think it was like a good awkward kind of first meeting yeah. don't know how to react kind of way. So I thought it was okay. But also okay. I feel like they wrote too much like it was going to be a sort of like Hepburn Tracy vibe that they didn't really get off. Mm. Um you don't know who those are. No, That's I don't fine. The majority of the people who listen to this podcast won well, anyway. It's a '40s <laughs> reference. It's good. <laughs> it's a nice, yeah. They just had a nice banter going. I think that it was written in a way where you would have a nice banter going on, but they played it better where it was more of an awkwardness. Yeah. But also that way, some of the lines didn't come off as great, and I think that that entire last interaction kind of is how I felt.
1: Yeah. I mean- i didn't i did not like that phone sex scene with buck like eh,
0: oh i called it yeah i was when he was when they were just like oh i think we should just go back to being friends and he went in he went into the firehouse all like all like smug about it he's like i didn't sleep with either of them and i was like give it a day you're gonna call her and you're gonna have phone sex (laughs) what did i say
1: (laughs) but oh my gosh like that whole interaction when he like walked like he walks he didn't even walk into the firehouse he walked in like it's a beautiful day Henrietta do not call me Henrietta again
0: (laughs) yeah he was so proud of himself and I was like I don't know why this is something to be proud of but all right
1: I mean Um, I guess like personal goals great for you but like no
0: (laughs) i like how hen cracked a smile i thought that was pretty funny
1: (laughs) yeah i mean even like bobby was like are you high (laughs) (laughs) that that was great um oh my gosh this that last like car wash scene had to be one of my favorite scenes i mean it definitely does not surpass what i watched last night but this was the best
0: i thought it was funny
1: yeah but you know it was nice to kind of just see them all laughing together.
0: Yeah, but I didn't think it was that funny. Like Buck like laughed his ass off. I was like, brah, it's not that funny. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was funny. I, I like smiled, but it was not that funny.
1: Yeah, it wasn't that funny, but it was just like, it was Buck's laugh that literally got me going that whole time
0: that's true I I think that laughter is contagious and that was like a very good thing to do but at the same time I was like it wasn't that funny y'all I saw the video I wished I kind of wished you didn't see the video because then you could have just imagined that it was funnier in your own head
1: yeah but like you know um when he like when Bobby and Han heard him laughing and like even like the the owner was just like why are you laughing and then eventually they're all laughing and he starts cracking a smile I'm just like I'm glad that he's like laughing about it too. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm glad that they had that moment. I think it was really nice for Bobby to kind of have that. Like, this is these are my people now. I can I can I can take I can I can crack a little, you know. I don't have to keep my walls up all the time. And I thought yeah. that was a nice moment. Yeah. Um, a, nice character, <laughs> a nice bit of character development for him. Yep. So yeah, that's sweet. I don't hate Bobby. I think this episode really humanizes Bobby a lot more. Oh yeah. And I think that there was a lot about it that was very nice for Bobby. So I guess closing remarks because we couldn't talk about it all.
1: Yeah wow that was, this had to be the quickest uh, discussion we've had.
0: You know why? Because this episode was honestly not that interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Look, there's a lot of I think there were a lot of questions that were answered and they were answered very succinctly wrapped up in a nice bow. However, the only real question and really conversations you really had to have were about maybe Eva. That's like the only theories you could really yeah. craft. Whereas you've closed the book on Bobby. Um, you learned a lot more about Hen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I it like that. Called point
1: well.
0: a th- yeah, a lot of her, like, May's doing well. The charters are looking like they're going to be dropped even though the little devil girl gets off. I mean strong opinions I, I think she's crazy um and they're no, not crazy she's a teenager but i think she's evil Yes. um who else um i don't know i i am honestly wondering when chim is coming back mm. he hasn't been here in three episodes it's literally the first five episodes of the first season yeah. and he's been gone for like three of them like where is chim bring him back bring it back I know I wasn't very happy with him before but now I'm like you're missing somebody every <laughs> time they have one of these episodes where they're like we're bonding I'm like you're missing I'm fourth person <laughs> he's still behind I don't know <laughs> is he watching the show too does he get to learn all of these character developments <laughs> I don't know I want to know so I'm like where's Jim? um wow you're calling him
1: chim and not chimney oh you
0: really is it, aren't me? they called isn't that what they call him they call him Jim. yeah
1: but like the fact that you're like chim what are you like that's that's nice to hear i know you're not so much of like you know because you called him more like the asian best friend he
0: is the asian best friend but i feel yeah. like the asian best friend has missed so many moments and he needs to come back and he gotta make more jokes because they're missing oh. out on the jokes the only jokes we've been getting are sex jokes from Buck and they aren't that funny. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I yeah. like how you have the biggest smile while you're like explaining it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's hey. Okay. Wow. But yeah, I think that it closed a lot of it closed a lot of doors, wrapped a lot of stories up, and it's it's a good it's an interesting place to start again. I think this is a really interesting jumping point for okay. the future. Because I think you're gonna, they're gonna do, like, a little bit more of a restart, because you know a lot of the characters, you've grown with the characters, five episodes in, yada, yada. Yeah. So, I'm hoping for better things. But if you gotta ask me grapes, this one only got, like, I think I wrote down seven. I think I was really nice about it. I think I said okay. seven. Okay. But I think it deserved more, like, a four. Okay. But also, it answered a lot of my questions.
1: Okay, and so. And it wasn't
0: bad genuinely. to watch. Genuinely. Genuinely?
1: Yeah, like, not like, you being nice, like, Straight up, where do you stand, grapes-wise? Four. Four.
0: Yeah, okay. but I you think... You can change that but, on the list, then. <laughs> no, 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 no. So here's why I say four. I think story-wise was a four. Right. Everything added together, where it was... Uh, where story-wise, or story-wise... Like, if I uh, judge this episode just based on itself...
1: Yeah.
0: It was kind of... You needed to have the questions, and it wasn't a standalone episode. Mm. which is why I kind of put it as a four story-wise it closed it was very predictable it was a feel-good episode it was nice um so that kind of helped it a little bit but there wasn't anything special about it
1: yeah which I was for
0: now if you were going to include story-wise I think that the pow cow story was an interesting one I did like the transition the they chose an arranged marriage to imply like you don't necessarily know everybody
1: yeah That was pretty
0: cool yeah I like that kind of that that was a starting point for this episode so I really liked that um they did answer my questions that was a good thing um Abby and Buck do have chemistry which is nice
1: okay I I feel a butt coming here
0: well I there's no (laughs) butt I just I think they have good chemistry um I was kind of afraid they wouldn't um but they do have phone sex all right, there's, a, there's your butt. <laughs> I was I was really hoping that they would just like be friends.
1: Yeah, well we I had mean, to go
0: and do it, but it's Buck, so yeah. What do I expect?
1: Yeah. I don't know. And she's making a derp face for all of you who cannot see this because we are not including video, she's making a derp face. What
0: is a derp face?
1: You literally whatever you just did like two seconds ago was a derp face.
0: Okay that's just my face okay (laughs) uh no uh yeah it wasn't all that funny this episode yeah I I was kind of disappointed in that
1: yeah like because most of it was Bobby so that was like a little tragic like the only thing that like really hit me for that storyline was like when he realized that he screwed up
0: yeah I it, I honestly I don't know maybe maybe the reason I can't connect is because I feel like a lot of their stories are very predictable but I think they're supposed to be and I don't know if that Not that's that. probably on me like Look, when he walked definitely
1: in watched way too many shows so you kind of just know like every which way things can
0: turn out possibly I mean I do watch a lot of TV but I I don't know it was like when he walked um you know, when he got out of his car, I was like, yeah, the building's going to burn down. I don't know how yet, but then when he went downstairs okay, wait, to the room, I was like, oh yeah, it's going to catch on fire. The furnace is going to catch on fire in the blanket. I said that the minute it it opened. That was super
1: predictable with the furnace, but like, how did you know that it was going to be a fire not like a snowstorm or something?
0: Oh, okay. I thought it was going to be a fire because he's a firefighter and that would make,
1: yeah but you know
0: karmic i said karmatic, karmic sense uh i knew it would have been that night because i don't think they would have built it out like they they chose five years ago flashback that night for a reason so it had to happen that night um a snowstorm he would have been in the building for a snowstorm
1: not necessarily like a
0: snowstorm's not gonna kill you but sure, you can cut like you, you did you mean like a power outage but he's in the building
1: guess, yeah but I guess like you know I think I'm just pulling from like Chicago fire here with like how they kind of you know um things get flooded trapped something like that
0: oh I know because he said I murdered my family and the only way that would have happened would be if he set he either all of his family was in a car and they like he was drunk, driving, crashed, or he accidentally burned the building down. I don't know. Maybe there are other reasons, but I can't think of any off the top of my head. But those two were kind of like the big things. And when he got out of his car, I was like, it's not going to be a car. It's going to be a building. So that's kind of, that was kind of like how I played it out. Maybe. Yeah. I watch a lot of television.
1: Really <laughs> what can you. I say? Uh.
0: Yeah. So I knew the building was going to burn down.
1: <laughs> oh my got. See, like, I, I feel like I am starting to predict certain shows, but I haven't been able to predict nine one one. Not really, and I'm already season five.
0: I this show is a very formulaic show. I don't think there's a lot of it that's too that's been too terribly crazy. Um, I will say May did shock me. Okay. But I thought that was, I, I was more along the line of the baby sheep run away. And I don't know why I was so shocked. I, 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 it, it was like afterward, I was like, I don't know why I was so shocked because I should have seen it coming. But at the same time, I thought she'd more like run away, do drugs, join a gang kind of thing while her mom was a police officer. And that would be like her and her mom going like heads ahead kind of thing.
1: Yeah.
0: But if if I if I predict it, it's more like I predict too big, not too mm. small. So I, I miss a lot of more of the simple stuff but
1: okay wow, wow. I think I think we've covered it
0: yeah it's a boring episode <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't a bad episode it was nice it was a feel good except it wasn't but you know what I mean yeah like it, you part. yeah you closed a lot of doors and I think that you've got a sense of closure for a lot of the stories that's true and then everything else is kind of the goodness of human nature um even the stressed out parts it's kind of concluded at the end so except for eva and i'm curious to see what that was yeah um karen denny and
1: i don't remember too much about the eva story i just know it's gonna be big is all i remember about it like it's big um okay yeah i i wish i had more to like even like say but that that's literally all that comes to mind when i think about this storyline is just that it's big
0: i think it's gonna be like a three episode arc so i assume it'll be done by oh no eight. i
1: think it'll be more really i think like and like the rest
0: of think. the season kind of big
1: possibly yeah
0: huh interesting 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 yeah, but
1: like don't worry i literally haven't seen any of those episodes yet like i haven't even watched next week's episode so
0: what kind of super fan are you? Tisk, tisk.
1: Oh, oh, tisk, tisk me. I am trying to hold back on so many details because we're going step by step.
0: You did very good today.
1: All right. Well, that's also because I'm like running on four hours of sleep. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty tired right now.
0: All right. Thank you for listening uh, to our extremely long conclusion as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I hope we didn't go on too many tangents.
0: We a hundred percent did. <laughs> I yes, need to like did. erase 90% of our cal pal discussion, <laughs> which is pal cow. Oh gosh. Yeah. Hulu fix it. Okay.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, okay. She's demanding it Hulu.
0: <laughs> yes. Cause they're going to listen to our podcast.
1: <laughs> I hope they do.
0: I, I mean, do. if the, if you want if you want to <laughs> come on our podcast have a discussion we can talk. <laughs> um, otherwise thank you so much for tuning in and we shall see you next time. Bye guys 911 Superfan vs purest Snow is hosted by Meg and Cat. It's produced by Cat and Meg and it's edited by Cat. If you'd like to learn more about our show, you can find us online at beacons.ai slash 911 superfan vs. PAS.
1: You can also find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at 911 superfan vs. PAS or Twitter, the same handle minus the U.
0: If you'd like to support our show further, please leave us a positive comment and or like wherever you're tuning in from or recommend us to a friend. We'd love to have more people join us. New episodes drop every other Tuesday.
1: Well, we appreciate you listening all the way through and we will see you next time.